This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. So this morning, house, as we stand together, let's welcome again to household of David, the senior pastor of the Divine Glory Church. Let's welcome Pastor Femi Fadei. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you, man of God. Let's keep jumping it together for Jesus. It can be louder. It can be bigger. It can be better. It can be more far-reaching. It can be more impactful. It can be miraculous. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm hearing in my spirit, I never knew you can favor me this way. <laughs> Somebody's going to sing today. <laughs> hey! Never knew you will favor me this way. I never knew you will favor me this way. I favor me this way. Ah, thank you, Jesus. I never knew. Shout hallelujah. <laughs> ah, this atmosphere is charged. Kudus, 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 kudus. Everybody pray, kudus. <laughs> hallelujah. I give God all the praise for the privilege to be here. And I magnify the name of the Most High God for such an awesome privilege. Uh, we are here to celebrate the dignity of God. The greatness of the Most High, the majesty of Him who lives forever in the lives of Pastor Shola and Pastor Mrs. Abigail. I think we can do better. I think we can do better. Celebrating this mighty gift of God, we can do better. This is a global package we have here. We can do better. <laughs> Hey! Holy are you, Lord, all creation, call you God. Just 
there's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know, and I know there is the spirit. Oh. circumstances the only power that God has the spirit of the most high thank you for filling this place like never before thank you for touching on every life like never before thank you for doing miracles in this place we worship we celebrate and we appreciate your presence thank you for doing what only you alone can do thank you for hotrance and the full comprehension of your word today will love and appreciate you. Blessed is your holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. And somebody shout aloud, Amen. I'm in blessed with God, shout the loudest, Amen. Let me look for five people, shake hands with them, and tell them today is my own day. Every word of God coming out is coming for me. Daddy has packages for me today. It's a just watch and see. Don't claim them. They are mine. Share me together for Jesus. You know they are all yours. Share me together for Jesus. Hallelujah. 
God bless you very good in Jesus' name. Before we take our seat, ladies and gentlemen, I want us to please appreciate once again this great servant of God. Mighty servant of God. The one that God has chosen to be the pilot of the jet of this ministry. Let's give him all the praise. The Kenny Hagen of HOD. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Uh, we appreciate you, man. I'm going to appreciate madam. I appreciate all the pastors in the house. Please, let's appreciate them. Let's appreciate them one by one. Wonderful pastors. And even the ones that are not here, that have been part of even this house, the Lord bless you. I appreciate all the leaders as well. Pastor, shall I give me good reports of all the leaders? God bless you. God bless you in the name of Jesus. And all the workers, you are appreciated. <laughs> and then non-workers too, you are appreciated. Amen. I know there are no bench warmers in this house. So I appreciate everybody. God bless you. Go, please take your seat in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless us in Jesus' name. I count a great privilege when Pastor Shola called me that I would be uh, ministering air. Uh, the man of God, you know, Pastor Shola is full of wisdom. <laughs> we were talking about evening service. He just said, the service starts from 10.35 a.m. I said, man of God, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said, 10.35 a.m. I said, I thought you told me evening service. He said 10.35 and I came here before 10.35 a.m. at the command of my boss. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> uh, we celebrate the grace of God on this man of God. I, I must let you know. <laughs> uh, I'm short of words really on what to say to celebrate him. But I know at the end of today by the grace of God what God has in mind for him. Everything is coming through in Jesus name. Uh before Pastor Shola called me out, the Lord just told me something. And he said, tell them. So that everybody may be aware and you may position yourself for something. Today is Pastor Shola's day. He's been the one I've been praying for before I came here. And I pray for the house as well. But I must let you know the concentration has been on him. But you see, as I was just kneeling down before, you know, I, I came up. The Lord said, tell them. He said, tell them. He said, something is about to happen today. Uh, it's Pastor Shalas' body, but it will be your own memorable day. Yeah. <laughs> about three weeks ago, or thereabout, I was in Abuja to open a very big house, uh, just some few minutes away from Asorok. And uh, the house was so big, probably somebody living in this kind of compound. Very massive, in that kind of place. Now, I was looking at the young man, and when I was praying for him, he was kneeling down. Pastor Tosin was there. And I said to him, I said, at your mom's birthday, some years ago, I came. And the Lord said, he was then an employee. The Lord said, you are not supposed to be an employee. You are supposed to be an employer of labor. That I don't know what you are doing on the seat where you are. He started laughing that day. I said, the person I'm seeing is a CEO. So I lay hands on him. I said, this year, you will jump into who God has called you to be. That same year, he started. Ladies and gentlemen, he started a company. And before we knew what was happening, the company started skyrocketing. It moved from one to the other, from one to the other, until it became so massive and so mighty. Right now, he has fleet of companies. He's doing so well. The mother was there that day, and the mother was there, you know, um, about three weeks ago, where they dedicated the house. And I was like, remember the day God gave you this word? He said, yes. 
From that moment, he stood up and destiny started. The Lord said it is for your last birthday today. He said, but there is, you know, it was his mother's birthday, but it was his own day. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. Uh, it's Pastor Shalas' birthday, but it's somebody's birthday today. I say it is Pastor Shalas' birthday, but it's somebody's day today. <laughs> that day is what came and destiny started. It's been working for several years until the word came. <laughs> and then, you know, about uh, four years ago, thereabout, he just called me in December. I said, How are you? I said, The Lord is telling me that this next year that you are going to have a, a child. Now they've been barren for 10 solid years. And the Lord said you will give birth next year. The meaning of that is that between January and March, your wife must conceive. Anyway, they said the fallopian tubes are blocked. Uh, everything had been against her. Then, then, you know, people started saying she's a Mary, she's this, she's that. And they wanted to cast her out of the, out of the husband's house. So the wife was there three weeks ago when, when this testimony was shared. She was laughing and laughing. <laughs> And then the Almighty God said something that was very funny. He said, you have this baby, and this and this will happen. Now, without any involvement, no assistive technology, no IVF, nothing. In February, the woman conceived. And according to God's word, that same year, she had the baby. And then when they had the baby, God said, I can do it again, and give them another one again. <laughs> now listen, ladies and gentlemen, there is somebody here. The Lord said, today will be the beginning of the encounters recordable in your life. <laughs> it's Pastor Shalas' birthday, but it will be the beginning of your own encounters. Before I came here, the Lord gave me a word for Pastor Shola, And the word was in uh, Psalm 115 and verse 14. Psalm 115 and verse 14. And there the scripture said, The Lord will increase you more and more. Even you and your children. So, <laughs> now I understand the meaning of that word. It was the mother we were celebrating that day. It was the son that was getting a miracle. Uh, it's not only possible I get something to do. Everybody that is a child to Pastor today is your own day. You believe that shout the loudest. Amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> I stand before a man. God is increasing more and more. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the second scripture God gave me. You know when God spoke to me about him, he gave me scriptures. Psalm 71 verse 21. The Bible says, Thou shalt increase my greatness. And comfort me on every side. So, the old church, can you say after me, Thou shalt increase Pastor Shola's greatness. And comfort him on every side. You believe that? Come on, shout hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Very quickly, let's go into God's word. Uh, Revolution Lariogun said, You have not yet blessed the people of God until you have brought the word of God unto them. So, today, by the grace of God, God has something for somebody here. And I believe in the name of Jesus, as we open our hearts and minds to receive, the Holy Spirit will inform us. And the revelations will cause a transformation in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. I remember 
in December, the Almighty God spoke to me that 2023 is going to be a year that the world, I mean the body of Christ, or let me just put it this way, those who believe, because blessed is she that believes. Am I right? For there shall be a performance of those things which were told out from the Lord. The Lord spoke to me that 2023 will be a year for wet creation. <laughs> a year for wet what? Creation. And um, in this December 25, to be precise, I was preaching and I made it known to the church. I said, God said there will be a lot of wet transfers in 2023. And then at the same time, at the crossover, God said that this year, 2023, of course, a number of things will happen. That the sufferings you have suffered, God said he will convert them to settlements. <laughs> and I gave them First Peter chapter 5, verse number 10. The Bible says, and the God of all grace, who has, of course, called you unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After you have suffered a while... The Bible says it will make you perfect. It will establish you. It will strengthen you. And he will settle you. Glory be to God in the highest. And the Almighty God also said that in 2023 there will be a lot of sudden opportunities. <laughs> and I think that is a beautiful word. I like that word. Amen. And the Almighty God said as well that in 2023... Ladies and gentlemen, God will turn over until he come to whom it belongs. The Lord said that the spirit of impoverishment over the presidency of this nation will lift. And Nigeria will witness a new day. For the man coming into power is the one that God said he will give wisdom unto. And will be an orchestrator of ideas. Glory be to God in the highest. Uh, I went through some, maybe a few prophecies of men of God afterwards. I went to Babadibu's prophecy in particular. Uh, I think July, um, January 5 was there about. And I discovered it was Baba Tim, but Baba said as well. Baba said in 2023 there will be opportunities. He said your biggest challenge last year will be your greatest testimony this year. <laughs> Which is your suffering will become your settlement. <laughs> uh, Baba said this year God said there will be wealth transfer. Ah. When I looked at everything, and Baba said some balloons will be deflated. You know, Baba is very wise. <laughs> he said, how do I put this one? He said, eh, so that I won't put myself in trouble. He said, this year, some balloons will be deflated. And I know what Baba is saying. Because God said it will turn over. Now, another thing he says, it will overturn. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking it will be against the calculation and expectations of men. But this nation shall be delivered. <laughs> you believe what I'm talking about? Let the amen be most receiving in the house. <laughs> so what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? I saw that God has a lot in mind, which centrally, of course, is what God is saying in other words to every man of God. And the word that God has given this house. That this year is a year of light. Please understand, Genesis chapter number one. Maybe I'll start my preaching from there. Genesis chapter number 1. The Bible said, and the Almighty God said, Let there be light. And there was what? There was light. Now, the moment there was light, that was the first thing God created. And after the creation of light, every other thing started getting formed. Am I right? 
Please understand, ladies and gentlemen, the creation of light is the beginning of formation. It's the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, of creativity. It's the beginning of a new beginning. In fact, God told us that this year there's going to be new beginnings. Now, please understand, it's the beginning of a new beginning. Remember that Genesis chapter 1, uh, uh, from verse number 1, uh, uh, that was not the, the re- actual beginning. Uh, uh, you agree with me. The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was the God. I'm sorry. The Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the heart. And the heart was void and without form. And of course the scripture said uh, that the spirit of God was hovering upon the waters. You will agree with me that that was not the heart God created. Because God will not create what is void. God will not create what is formless. God will not create what is dark. Do you understand what I'm talking about? The Bible says in James chapter number 1 verse 17, every good and perfect gift comes from above. If it is coming from God, he's good. If it is from the most high God, it's perfect. So how can he come from God and it is void? How can he come from God and it is dark and it is formless? It was the devil, ladies and gentlemen, that came in. Between Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, the devil came in. Chapter, uh, chapter 1 verse 1 and 2, the devil came in and distorted everything. And God said, you know one thing, we're not going to complain on this distortion. Let's remake it. I don't care how bastardized things have been for you. Today, God is going to remodel it. God is going to repackage it. God is going to remake it. He's going to refashion it. Because, come on, stop complaining. Stop telling me about what the devil has done. I said the, um, the, the one who has the capacity to change your situation is in the house this morning. And I see changing it in your direction. I said it will give you a new beginning. It will give you a new beginning. I speak to your life. Let there be light. Take your seat. Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? The moment light came, the Bible says all of that things were created. Am I right? And verse number 31, the Bible says, And God looked at all that he made. And behold, they were all what? Be- the hand of somebody's life this year, his beauty. And he looked at all that he made. And everything was beautiful. All that he made. And everything was beautiful. That means the introduction of light is the beginning of beauty. Every time you see a new beginning, ladies and gentlemen, any time you see beginning, light is always the first. You know what God is saying? Remember in John chapter number 1 as well. The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was the God and the word was God. And so was it in the beginning that all things were made by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. And in him is life. And the life is the light of men. That light shineth in darkness and darkness can comprehend it. In the beginning, in him is light. And verse 9, he is the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Am I talking to somebody here? So in your coming for a new beginning. There is a light shining on your life. As Pastor Shalom has declared it this year, may I also declare that your new beginning started. Is somebody, is somebody catching what God is talking about? So where there is light, ladies and gentlemen, there is productivity. Where there is light, you know, if you ever see a nation that really prosperous, there is a constancy of light there. Electricity. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. In so far as a nation cannot solve its electricity problem, please understand, prosperity becomes a challenge in that nation. So to say there is light is to say anything can happen that year. Ah, my year of possibilities. <laughs> is somebody catching what God is talking about? So we are in our year of unlimited possibilities. There will be several sudden opportunities. I mean, you will just be walking into unlimited opportunities. By the power of the Spirit of the living God. Glory be to God in the highest. Now I want us to understand, ladies and gentlemen, the Lord told me that we are going to enjoy something this year. 
And that is what we see according to that word that was given unto us, light. You know, I didn't know that, you know, there was a word over the house called light. But I think it's a good point to start. Amen. The Bible said in Genesis chapter number 1, that, and the spirit of the Lord was hovering upon. Because the spirit of God, ladies and gentlemen, is the creative force of God for anything. Is the only power that God has. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spirit of God. The Holy Ghost is both a person and power. <laughs> so when you have the Spirit of God in your life, ladies and gentlemen, you carry all the power available that any man can carry. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So the Holy Ghost, ladies and gentlemen, began to move. And then things began to happen. So the year of light is the year of the movement of the Spirit. It's the year where you're going to have a lot of the Holy Ghost moving in your life. And what you will be doing this year is that grace will be so much that abundance will be created. I said wealth will be created. As many as believe with me that this year they are going to walk in unlimited wealth, I think your amen should be most believing in the house. The Lord said there is someone here. He said this year, he said your life will be filled with new, new things. Ah, Father, I say amen to that. <laughs> See the way they said amen to prophecy. Hey! <laughs> Let me, let me tell you this with all humility in my heart. I say this with all humility. <laughs> when God gives me a word now, in 24 hours, He happens. Virtually every word. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Like that, like that, like that. As in, I, I, I've, I've seen a mighty increase in grace. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen. When God gives that word, believe it. Say amen. Receive it. In fact, if, if your neighbor is trying to gesticulate, push the neighbor away. Say that he's coming my direction. Don't claim it. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> I learned a lesson from Pastor Deboe. Am I permitted to flow? <laughs> Pastor Deboe said, you know, when a big prophecy is coming, you know what he will say? He will first say, I say amen to this. <laughs> well, I say amen to this. And then Baba will now go on. Am I right? He said, there is somebody here. Before me, I would just give the word. I would not say amen. And the thing was just flying over. I said, God, uh, what is happening? What about me? And the testimonies will be happening. I said, what about me? So I got challenged in the program we had in December. And uh, I gave a prophecy one day. And I uh, said, somebody is traveling. And I see that it's a full package. You are paying for nothing. Everything is going to happen suddenly now. And this and that. Now, then... <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. And the next day, everything happened for this person. And when the person was sharing, I was like, ah. So the next day, we had another program. And the prophecy was coming. I said, Lord, let me go receive this one first. In fact, after I finished, I still went down to go and eat. I said, God, remember that what you give. <laughs> remember that I said, Amen. <laughs> Lord, is for me. He carried my name on it. And that prophecy then was that, by, that was in December, last week in December, I said by this time tomorrow in the evening, the Lord said somebody will get a most amazing miracle. Now, <laughs> now, I said, I said a big amen, and after I received the, the, the thing, in the evening, according to what God said, as I was preparing for the program, I was trying to wear my shoe. And then my phone rang, and somebody called me. He said, oh, Pastor, how are you? He said, fine. And the person was trying to claim to be a prophet. <clears throat> he said, how are you? He said, man of God. He said, he said, 
I, I can see a car beside you. Ah, I said you are saying correctly. <laughs> I said that is the kind of vision I want you to see about me. He said, man of God, which kind of vehicle do you want? Ah, I said, if I tell you that vehicle, uh, it's very expensive. He said, ah, man of God, what are you talking about? I said, can you please just tell me, please? And I said, uh, Lexus, six, Lexus LX600. Uh, that's the latest that just came out about two and a half months ago. Uh, 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 he said, do you have much? He said, I said, 250 million. He said, man of God, you have it. <laughs> that was how God provided that Lexus for me. <laughs> Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine if I didn't live down the previous day to claim that prophecy. <laughs> There's somebody here. The Lord said, new, new things will fill your life this year. Take your seat. Is somebody catching what we are talking about? So, what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? What are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? The moment God's word comes, just know it is you. It is yours. He carries your name tag. On Friday, I was going to work. A lady called me. He said, you were ministering on Wednesday somewhere. He said, I was following. He said, and I was on my phone. And I saw you as we were closing. You said, ah, there's someone here getting a car. The lady, the lady I told me, said, nothing was working in her life. She was in her 40s. No husband, no car, no, well, nothing working. The lady said, inside the taxi, she ran mad, receiving it, like a madman. On Friday morning, they brought a brand new car for her. He said, come and take it. This last Friday. Now listen, that is to say that the lady said, I, I receive it like a mad person. So, she was not there on ground. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, somebody can be online and be receiving something now. I said this year, your life will be filled with new, new things. <laughs> Let's take our seats. Glory be to God in the highest. So what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? The Spirit of God, when it begins to move, the power of God, you know, begins to create miracles. And of course, the beginning of it is the creation of light. Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? Which enhances the creation of abundance, the creation of wealth. Now, I want you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that it is the intention of God that 2023 will be a year of wealth acquisition for the righteous. Born again Christians will walk in dimensions of wealth that they had never walked in in their lives. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? That is to say that the supernatural will take over. Wherever you turn, ladies and gentlemen, miracles will be happening. The Lord said by the last week in this month, last week in this month, He said there's somebody here that will shout, I never knew. You can favor me this way. I never knew. You can favor me this way. Hey, I never knew you can favor me this way. You can favor me this way. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Take your seat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? So, what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? When God wants to bless you, He opens you up to the supplies of the Spirit. All what we saw in Genesis chapter number one were supplies of the Spirit. What the Spirit could generate, what the Spirit can supply. Even including the making of man, it was the spirit that did it. In Job 33 verse 4, the Bible says, The spirit of God has made me. In Psalm 104 and verse 30, right, verses 29 and 30, the Bible says that God sent forth his spirit and he renewed the surface of the heart. That is to say that the heart, 
existed before Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Is somebody I mean verse 2. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So he sent for so the supply of the spirit took over. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in Philippians chapter number 1 and verse number 19. Philippians 1:19, the Bible says through your prayers and the supply of the spirit of God. So the spirit of God is always willing to supply. Now, Pastor Shala told me that the house has been praying. VGs have been taking place. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the day we are busting forth into supplies. <laughs> I said today somebody is busting forth into supplies. The power that generates results is resting on your life. The power that creates miracles is resting on your life. I speak in the name of Jesus. Hey, somebody's neck area has just been healed by the power of the Holy Ghost. The power that brings forth unlimited resources has been released in your life right now. Is somebody catching what God is talking about? So what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? When we are talking about the supply of the Spirit, we are talking about we stepping into the abundance that God has in mind for us. I want you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that the abundance that God has in mind for the saint is what the church is supposed to be enjoying now. We are in such, you know, a, a, a very hostile season right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a season of austerity in Nigeria. Everybody will believe that. And people are packing their load and leaving this nation. Just as they abandoned Israel in the days of Deborah, right? You know, why, you know, travelers are taking byways. You know what I'm talking about? Even in Abita and Sev, I escaping. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Nigeria has never suffered a brain drain like we are suffering right now. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? But thanks be unto God that we are here. Now, let me let you know this, ladies and gentlemen. Inside, inside austerity, God has a plan of prosperity. <laughs> and what we need to do is to tap into that plan. The mistake many are making for living Nigeria without hearing from God is that they think that provision is in some other nations. Yes, for some reasons, there may be some provisions there. But you see, ladies and gentlemen, our location is not something physical. Our location is inside him. Acts chapter 17 verse 20, here the Bible says, in him we live. In him we move. And in him we have the fullness of our being. So this is a different nation living in a nation. Am I talking to somebody here? Ladies and gentlemen, we constitute a different nation entirely. And the realities of our nation, if you can understand the principles and the dictates of our nation, Ladies and gentlemen, we will live even in the abundance of God. We are not supposed to be faced with austerity. We are not supposed to be faced, ladies and gentlemen, with our scarcity. Because God has abundance in mind for the righteous. And I see that abundance in our lives this year. Come on, tell somebody, we are in a different nation. And we are living by the Spirit. You know, there's no way we live by the Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, and it won't take us into profit. The Bible says the leading of the Spirit always takes, into, I mean, takes men into profit. You know that. In Psalm 25, verse number 12, right? The Bible says, what man is he that feareth the Lord? He said, him shall the Lord choose, teach the way he shall choose. He said, his soul shall dwell at ease. The word ease there means batop, which means prosperity, goodness. Him shall the Lord teach the way he shall choose. That means God will lead him. He said, his soul shall dwell in prosperity. Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? The leading of God always takes one to the highland of prosperity in Isaiah chapter 48 and verse number 17 the Bible says thus said the Lord that redeemer the holy one of Israel I am the Lord that teacher thee that leader thee the way that teacher thee to profit and leader thee the way thou shouldest go so when God is leading you he takes you into profit he teaches you into profit that's it 
in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse number 12, he said, he said, I alone led him, and there was no strange God left in him, talking about Israel. The Bible said, and he made them, verse 13, the Bible said, made them to ride upon, he made Israel to ride upon his high places. Am I right? Because he led him. The Bible says he made him to ride upon his high places. The next thing the Bible says, he made him to suck honey out of the rock. He made him to heat the fatness of the heart. He made him to suck oil out of the flinty rock. The Bible says, even to take, even butter out of the butter of Cain, and of course, even to, uh, to, to take the milk of sheep and the rest. Because God is what? God is leading him. Come on, tell somebody, this year, God is the one leading me. I will not lead myself. God is the one leading me. The Lord said, I should tell you, this is a big word. He said, I should tell the house. He said, revelations will be coming like never before, taking you to where your blessings are. You will just sit down like this and light will turn in your heart. You will sleep and revelations will flood your eyes. You will be walking, ladies and gentlemen, and you will be seeing privileges by the roadside. Because God is the one leading you. Amen. Hallelujah. Come and tell somebody is the one leading me. Let me let you know this. This is a year wherein human effort will fail that does not recognize divine input. And therefore, this year, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just ministering prophetically. When a, when a prophet is ministering, in the true sense of it, he ministers zigzag. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So if you're a very coherent person trying to tie it, you may, you, 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 you may be doing a mistake. But I'm, I know I'm still online in the spirit. Is <laughs> somebody catch up talking about? <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> so what am I saying, ladies and gentlemen? This year, the Lord said, human labor will fail. And he said, I should tell the house. If you are depending on labor, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is not the year wherein ordinary labor will generate. There is something that we generate that we are going into right now that will make a difference about your life. We understand, ladies and gentlemen, that out there in the circular, yes, hard work pays. Hard <laughs> work generates results. It's true. I must let you know to some extent, yes. But I must let you know in the kingdom, God has not called you to work hard. Because I've gone through the scriptures very well and I discovered that the Bible is not preaching hard work. What the Bible preaches is diligence. <laughs> that is working with intelligence. Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? So he has not called you to work hard. He has only called you to work smart. That means to work with revelation. As the Holy Ghost is leading you, that determines how you are taking your step. Do you know that he created man on the sixth day? And then, ladies and gentlemen, the seventh day was Sabbath, the day of fellowship with the Lord. That means the day to receive from God. Am I right? To talk to God and hear from God. Am I right? To receive direction. Then, because Sabbath is what today we call Sunday. Am I right? And then the, after the Sabbath will be the eighth day, which we call Monday. Am I right? Which is the beginning of a work time. That is to say, receive revelation before you deploy your strength into action. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So God is saying this year, ladies and gentlemen, you will never misinvest. You will never deploy your strength into what shall be consumed by the devourer. Everything you do this year will come out even in better and bigger form. <laughs> bigger than last year God is doing in your life. <laughs> Mightier than last year is coming your way. I see enlargement coming your way. I see you right now tearing open on every side. By the power of the spirit of the living God, somebody is jumping into the next level. Are you hearing what we are talking about? So when we are talking about, ladies and gentlemen, a year like this, it's a year without difference. The Lord said there is somebody here. 
He said, they have rejected you. He said, but I am telling you right now that I have brought back the offer to you. And now you go, now you go do shakara for them this time now. <laughs> I like that one. He said, now you go do shakara for them this time now. Because that is your shout, hallelujah. Let's take a seat. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. There is a family here. The Lord said, this family has been characterized with delays. That you look at yourself, to be very honest with you, the story has been one of delays. Every time you take your step, not delay. In fact, it doesn't work. God said there is a demonic force behind this. And right now, by the Spirit of the living God, we are speaking that demonic force out. I command that force to leave in the name of Jesus. And from now on, things will be happening for you at the speed of light. At the speed of light. At the speed of light. Light moves 300,000 kilometers per second. I said things will be moving at the speed of light. Receive it in the name of Jesus. About three weeks ago, I was ministering somewhere. I said, the Lord said, that someone, every time you go for interview, then they reject you. One lady said, I knew that word was for me. She has been going for interview for two years. It's total rejection. And kept applying. And never gave up. Until she now came to a point where she said, you know what? It's needless applying again. Can you imagine when you go for so many interviews in a month? And everything is rejection. So she knew there was an omen. So when that word came, God said you have been rejected. And rejected. He said, but now you will not be rejected again. You will get a job. The lady cried amen. The, the next day, she was invited for an interview. So she went on Tuesday. On Friday, the lady came to me said, on Wednesday. He said, man of God. He said, I want to tell you that I've started working. I said, what happened? He said, that day when the work came, I received with all my heart. He said, the next day I was invited for an interview to go on Tuesday. I went. And on that same Tuesday, they, had, they gave me the job. He said, two years of rejection was finally lifted. I don't know what woman has been in your family. By the power of the living God right now, I command a home and broken in the name of Jesus. I command a home and broken in the name of Jesus. I command a home and reversed. 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 I see a monkey jumping out. I say, right now, woman, jump out in the name of Jesus. That's what the Lord is telling me right now to tell God's people. He said, in two months, many of you will have testimonies of what I just said now. Take your seat in the name of Jesus. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So you see, we are in a kingdom where, ladies and gentlemen, the prosperity is not going to be by exertion of strength alone. It is not the hard work of men that produces results. It is the hand of God that works in the life of a man that generates the result. The Bible says in Acts chapter 19 and verse number 11, and God did special miracles by the hand of Paul the Apostle. So that is, it wasn't Paul doing the special thing. It was God doing it through his hands. Am I talking to somebody here? So until a man understands that place, struggling doesn't end. So who is that person, ladies and gentlemen, that is thinking it's all going to be by labor? You know, many are traveling abroad to go and do 17 jobs. <laughs> some are even doing three, some are doing four. We thank God for all of that. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a way God can give you that will give you rest. If somebody catch on what I'm talking about. And that way today, my God will open it for all of us. If somebody catch on what I'm talking about. The Bible said, in 
Proverbs chapter 13 and verse number 11. The Bible says, Where gathered by vanity shall diminish. But of course, he that gathered by labor shall increase. That means labor can bring some result. <laughs> the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 14 and verse number 23, the scripture says, the, the Bible says, In all labor there is profit, and mere talk of the mouth leads to penury. That is to say, also labor carries some certain dimensions of gains. But you see, to be honest with you, in the circular, that seems to be their principle. But for us in Christ Jesus, it is not ordinary labor. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It is grace that produces for us. I was here sometimes back, and Pastor Joshua was, oh, please pardon me. I came here with my home, Pastor Joshua, too. Pastor Tosin is here. Please let me appreciate him. <laughs> and Pastor Evan is here as well. God bless you. They came with me. Glory be to God in the highest. It's not only Pastor Shola that has Pastor Joshua. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> So, what am I saying? Pastor Shola was talking about grace on Pastor Shola. And I said, yes, this is grace. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the day to key into that grace. Pastor Shola is going to pronounce something unusual over this house today. The kind of blessing has never given you before. Pastor Shola, please start calculating it. <laughs> start writing it down. The kind of blessing you will bless the house today is the type of blessing we have never received before. Yeah. Am I talking to somebody here? Because the Bible said in Philippians 1, 7 that you are all partakers of what? Of my grace. So all of us must enter into the realm of grace. Now labor can produce, ladies and gentlemen, but in the kingdom, that is not what the Bible says that we should go by. In Proverbs 23, verse number 4, the Bible says that labor not to be rich. But the Bible said that the those that gather by labor will become rich. And then you are saying that you labor not to be rich. What are you talking about? What he's saying is that when you labor, labor to have value. Not with an intention of becoming rich. Insofar as you can add value to humanity, naturally you will become attractive to it. You will be a giant magnet on two legs. Everywhere you find yourself, you will begin to attract the material equivalence of the value you are adding to people. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? That is what it is. Jesus told them in Matthew chapter 10 verse 10, he said a laborer is worthy of what? Of his wages. What is he trying to say? That labor brings profit. But please understand, ladies and gentlemen, he told them, he said, go and add value, heal the leper. Eh? cleanse the dish do this by doing that they will what they will give you am i right so be a blessing first don't be concerned with being blessed first ah. you had the testimony of that sister she gave all for a, a mercy conference and then the testimony started and god will still do more this year in her life so this next mercy conference how many people are ready to give Ladies and gentlemen, as many as give, the Almighty will bless you abundantly. Is somebody catching what we are talking about? If you say it's a cause that is being broken, the email will be louder than that one. When it comes to giving now, everybody's on solo level. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know when it comes to that area, Pastor, don't touch on it. Just, just continue teaching us revelation. Don't talk on giving. <laughs> somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> so what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? is saying that there is a labor that produces. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a labor with grace. Ladies, without this grace being on you, the labor of man is in vain. I have seen people just laboring in the... You see, you can work for people out there. Inside the kingdom, it won't work. Because the principles of the kingdom, they are different from what obtains out there. Out there, they will tell you that you save to be able to increase. Amara, you are on $1,000 per month. Then you keep saving $500. At the end of one year, you will have $6,000. 
But in the kingdom, we will tell you that you give all. And that is when you will have more than $6,000. The principles are different. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So we are in a kingdom where, ladies and gentlemen, it is not hard work that works for us. We don't struggle to make it. Struggle has been deactivated in our lives. Ladies and gentlemen, this year you will not stress. Uh, it will happen for you without struggles. Ah, uh, you will enjoy grace. Mercy will work for you. If that is you, shout and believe in a man. Are you catching what God is talking about? So what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? God is saying something that is very crucial for us and something we need to key into today. Which is the fact that there is a grace that works for me. Inside grace is labor. Because, please understand, God doesn't favor the, the lazy. Some people may say, what pastor is saying is that I cannot be lazy. No, that, that's not what I'm talking about. God's unhalloyed, undiluted, concentrated, perfect will for a lazy man, his hardship. For let him that does not work, not heat. Second Thessalonians 3.10 is somebody catch what I'm talking about? But inside grace is labor. <laughs> but please understand, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to labor without grace is a terrible thing in the kingdom because things won't work there. You will notice that when the father was blessing Jacob, our home progenitor, the father didn't say anything like that. But when it was about Esau, he said, With your sword shall you hit. He said, this, Do you understand what I'm talking about? He, said, he was telling him that you need to engage struggle and hard work eh, before food can come. But when it was Jacob, ah, he said, I support you with the deal of heaven and the fatness of the heart. <laughs> ah! God has supported you with the deal of heaven. <laughs> if you believe that everybody in the house that deal of heaven is just shout amen! <laughs> is somebody catch what I'm talking about? So for us, ladies and gentlemen, we don't struggle to have it. No, no. In this kingdom, we don't stress. It happens by grace, though we labor with the grace. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, starting from verse number 9, the word of God declares I'm the least of the apostles, but by the grace given unto me. He said, I labor more abundantly than them all. Yet, of course, not high, but the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. That is to say grace is to overrun the decider of human status. Nobody in this kingdom outruns the weight of grace on his life. So if you have it small, you will run small. If you have it big, you will run big. So ladies and gentlemen, when Pastor Lab begins to release grace now, if you like, you know, you can just be gentlemanly and just be looking. If you like, you can go wide. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to receive a big. And I trust God today as I'm speaking, God is releasing a big on every life as well. <laughs> the Bible says in James chapter number 4, verse number 6, wherefore he giveth more grace. So our God, is in, our God is interested in giving more. So it doesn't matter the weight that you carry right now. More has been added to you. I said somebody is receiving more right now. <laughs> so the Bible said that by the grace given unto me, high labor. So when you receive grace, you labor. You have the unction to function. So to receive grace and keep quiet with it, no, it will make you to labor. But you see, a labor with grace is a labor that produces. A labor without grace is a labor with frustration. The Bible said in Psalm 128, starting from verse number 1, it said, Psalm 128, sorry, Psalm 127, from verse number 1, the scripture said, if the Lord does not build the house, those that build it, they labor what? The labor what? So without the involvement of God, ladies and gentlemen, humanity is just going to be struggling, laboring in vain. 
that is to say that it is the participation of God that makes a difference. Job chapter 1, Satan said in verse number 9, he said, does Job serve God for nothing? Have you not made an edge around him? Now, be counting that thing, you, you, you. Have you not made an edge around him? Have you not made an edge around his house? Around all that he has? You have blessed the works of his hands and his goods have increased in the land. You will see Satan saying, you, you, you. That means the participation of God in his affairs was responsible, ladies and gentlemen, singularly for his elevation. So, he takes the involvement of God, ladies and gentlemen, for a difference to be made. So I'm telling somebody here today Something is coming on your life called grace That will be producing on permanent basis A man was with me um, You know, I think January 2nd, right? He's a mutual friend uh, Pastor knows him as well And this great man of God was sitting in front of me And I, I said, the Lord just opened my eyes in a vision I said, I see your brother as I see the spirit of indebtedness dwelling with him, the guy said, ah. He said, I'm rushing to a battle to go and have a meeting on, on his case because of indebtedness. He didn't tell me. But you know what then? I said, tell your brother to come and see me. So when they had the meeting, you know what they concluded in the meeting? That they should sell their mother's house to pay his debt because they, he hold more than 10 people and he hold them in the, in the, billion, in the millions. So the mother called me that we are sorry, all, all she labored for, she's not a retiree, they have to sell just to pay them because they wanted to, you know, uh, arrest him and all that. The guy has been running, he has even run from Ibadan base to another city and all that. I said, send him to come. So when this man came, I said, what has been the problem? For the past four years, he has been on a project. He borrowed money for the project, the thing didn't work. He said, there is a letter from federal government that needed to come out for the project. Some, some people wanted to, you know, take over the project. And they will pay him 200 million, which of course, part of the project, which of course will offset his, his, his bills. He said, but to be honest with you, federal government refused to receive the, uh, release the letter. Year in, year out. I said, is that all? He said, yes. Okay. I said, your mom doesn't need to sell the house. Bring your head. <laughs> Lay hands on him. Pa. <laughs> I said, go and come back and tell me what the Lord has done. After he left, then some days after, uh, that was last week or so, and then the man walked into my office. I said, ah, you came again? What happened? I saw you some days ago. He said, after I left. He said, then the federal government just sent me a message that they have signed your letter. Come and collect your letter. <laughs> what could not be in four years? The man said, we have engaged consultants. We have engaged this. We have engaged that. No, I said, ah, it's not the hard work of men that makes it happen. It's the hand of God at work. <laughs> it's somebody catch I'm talking about. So he said, Satan said, Have you not been the factor behind the greatness of this man? So if you are involved, everything changes. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what is called grace. Grace is the inner working of the Holy Spirit, producing visible results on the outside, even on consistent basis. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You begin to see this thing being generated again and again. That is to say, the joy that is hitting your life this year. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not going to be a one-time hit. <laughs> oh, let me look for 17 people. Hit them high five. Tell them not one-time hit, man. <laughs> 17 people. <laughs> so it's going to be happening again and again. Again and again. On consistent basis. On consistent basis. On consistent basis, on consistent basis, it will be happening again and again by the power of the Spirit, again and again by the anointing of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. On consistent basis, 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because that is yours. Come on, shout amen. Take your seat. Are you there? Okay. What is it that God is telling us, ladies and gentlemen? God is saying that I want a church that is going to absolutely rely on the Spirit. If there is anything I know about Pastor Shola, I'm not saying it's because he's there. I say it in his absence as well. This is a man that wants to know what the Spirit is saying every time. This is a man that is praying, seeking the... What's the essence of praying? Is to have directions. Ah, it's me I thought that I knew how to pray. Now I know I get to God. I'm not lying, no. <laughs> I pray, but I get to God. Ah, Pastor Shola prays. <laughs> and communication is the simple way of hearing God's voice. Because if you want to hear me, you call me on phone. I be, won't you hear my voice? Uh-huh. So when you die, J-E-S-U-S, you will hear Baba's voice. <laughs> so that is why the man always has the right word for the right season for the house. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, what are we saying? This is a year to depend completely on the workings of the Holy Spirit. To rest on grace. To rest on grace. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter number 9 and verse 11. He said, I turn, I return, and I saw that the race is not to the swift. Neither is the battle to the strong. Bread is not to men of understanding. Neither is favor to men of skills. But time and chances happen to what? To them all. That is to say that it is not the hard work of men. Bread is not to, the race is not to deceive. If the fast, if the Ben Johnsons of this world will not win it, who will then win it? I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. If the mercy of this world will not carry the World Cup, can you imagine to say that Ben Republic carried the World Cup? It's going to be a breaking news. God bless you, my Shola. <laughs> the Lord said he's changing your wardrobe. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's somebody catching what we are talking about. So, you see, if they will not win, they will win. The Bible says it's the person that time and chance is working for. And God is the one controlling time in life. Psalm 31 verse 15, the Bible says, my time is in your hand. So it's the factor behind the control of time. And when you control time, you control chance. In my secondary school, when I was in the secondary school, when it is 2 p.m., when we enter 8 a.m., they will close the gate. Nobody will be able to go out. When it's 2 p.m., the moment the uh, bell ringer is going to ring the bell, you will see the gate man coming out to go and open the gate. Because once the time comes, the opportunity opens. Do you understand? The chance opens. So as I'm speaking about the Spirit of God, this year is your year of creativity. <laughs> the opportunity for what acquisition opens! The Lord said there's somebody here that will be shipping it from abroad to you. <laughs> they will be shipping it from abroad to you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The Lord said, somebody is leaving this service. He said, as you are leaving this service, He said, you will receive a miracle that you will turn around three times.
a man came to my office not too long ago. The man came to see me. I said, yes, what do you want, sir? The man said, I need a job. He said, for the past four years, I've been jobless. Uh, and I looked at him. I said, this is a spirit. I said, can I cast it out? He said, yes. Lay hands on him. Out! The spirit left. I said, sir, the spirit of the Lord is telling me that you are getting an instant miracle. Ah, the man said, instant miracle? I said, yes. As the man walked out of my office, those who have been to my office, they know what I'm talking about. He got to the reception. Then the phone started peeping, peeping. And then he opened it. Lo and behold, a message just came in instant. They said, please come. We have this job for you. I said, sir, the Lord said you are getting an instant miracle that you are getting. And after that, I said, as you are going now, before you go, as you are going now, you will get a miracle. The phone said, pe -pe -pe and then, ladies and gentlemen, by the time the man looked at it, he went and they gave him a, a national job as a manager all over Nigeria that didn't have a job. A young lady came one day, you know, he said, Pastor, I did a job. I lay hands on him. Hello. I said, as you are going now, I said, before you get to the gate, you will see what the Lord will do. As the lady was climbing down the staircase in my office, then the phone rang. He said, please, we want to tell you that um, we got your CV. We want to give you this job. He had ran back to the office. He said, ah, only me, only fast did you. Ah. <laughs> As you are going now, you will turn around three times. Glory be to God in the highest. Let's take a seat. Is somebody catching what we are talking about? So what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? You know, I don't want to waste our time. I want to be narrowing down to conclusion now. What are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? You need God to make a difference this year. And that God that you need is in form of His grace. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? You need Him to do what? To make a difference this year. That is what changes the lot of a man and gives him completely a new beginning. When that God steps in, everything changes. For Samuel 2, for Samuel 2 verse number 9, the Bible says that by strength shall no man what? Shall no man prevail. You see, at times when I see my people running out, out of Nigeria, I say, ah, salvation is not in Canada. Salvation is in him. My hair coming from above me, not from not from abroad. In actual fact, the help is not even coming from above again, to be honest. I'm telling you, the help of the believer, if you go into it deep down in the New Testament, it's not coming from above again. The Bible says, Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3, thanks be unto God, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. That means if you go to heaven, with all, heaven has been emptied. Do you understand? Emptied over your life. So to be expecting it to come from heaven is a lie. Ladies and gentlemen, God has released it. So where is it going to come from? From the inner walking of the Holy Ghost on my inside. <laughs> because the power to make it happen is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John 14 verse number 10, The words which I speak, my Father that dwelleth in me, talking about the Holy Ghost, He said the same, do what? Do the works. The Holy Ghost Father Jesus or not, I think we know that. In Matthew chapter 1, I was reading it this morning. The Bible says, talking about Jesus at his conception, you know, the angel appeared unto his father. He said, for the pregnancy in your wife, don't be afraid to take her as your wife. He said, for the pregnancy in her, he's of the Holy Ghost. And When Jesus was talking about the father in heaven, he said, Matthew 6, 9, our father who art in heaven. So he said, my father who art in me, do it the works. So he's talking about the Holy Ghost. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He's the one that doeth everything. 
Dealer is the producer of the miracles. That's why Jesus told them, he said, when that same spirit cometh upon thee. He told them, he said, Peter, John, he said, you also will walk in the same set of miracles. And then they started walking in it. So ladies and gentlemen, the Holy Spirit in you right now is the giver of all grace. He's the one that wants to walk right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to enter into a season for miracles. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? He's about to do something mighty right now. In Second Samuel, sorry, Second uh, 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 Second uh, Corinthians, chapter number three, verse number five, the Bible says, "Our sufficiency is not of ourselves; that we should think anything of what of ourselves." Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to travel abroad, make sure that the Lord leads you. Hear from God. Definitely, God will send some people. God will send some people there. Second Kings chapter eight, Elisha told that woman, "Did you know my tumor?" He said, "Oh yeah, go on exile because there will be famine." Am I right? Uh, in uh, Genesis chapter number 46, God will tell Jacob, verses 2 and 3 and 4, he said, go to Egypt. He said, Joseph will close your eyes with his hands. Am I right? Uh, but Abraham will deflect to Egypt. God said, go, get out of the place. Uh, Isaac will be trying to go to Egypt. God said, go, you know, down to Egypt. Genesis 26, so John in this land. And I will what? I will be with you. Make sure that you hear from God before you go. That's the most important thing. That means you are telling God, I can't give myself the cancer. My sufficiency is of you. That's the only thing that guarantees productivity in any nation. Ah, I pray for thousands there. They call me day and night. And I must let you know, I have seen people suffering. It is here. <laughs> you know, when I share their testimonies, they laugh. <laughs> when they call, I say, oh, by next month, they don't say you will get a job. And then they get a job. Hey, by so -so. I said, but ah, you travel abroad, you are still getting the grace of Nigeria to get a job there. <laughs> is that what I'm talking about? So you know what God is saying? We are God this is where your blessings are. I don't care the heredity in this place. Prosperity will emerge for you. Now you hear this as we are running off. The Bible says our sufficiency is not of ourselves. It's a less it's a lest we think of anything of ourselves. But our sufficiency is of God. That is to say, ladies and gentlemen, the best of my effort can produce it. I need God. To walk in the unlimited wealth that God has for this year. To walk in the glory that God has destined for you. You need the manifestations of God. To walk in the marriage that God has in mind for you. Ah, I was ministering somewhere in a church in December. I said, God said, before the end of the year, all of them will be receiving husband. And then everybody knows what is happening. Come and see how all the sisters started coming out with Osman. And the Lord is telling me that there is a sister here. He <laughs> said you have been waiting thinking that God has forgotten you. In fact, you felt that God has cheated you. But I stand in the office of a prophet to declare unto you today that the month of February will be a month of your celebration. And the Holy Ghost said unto me, he said, that is too far. He said, why don't you tell somebody that the person will receive it this month? And that is even too far. Why don't I tell somebody that the person will receive it today? <laughs> I was ministering Pastor Dekes Church around 6.30 p.m. I, I said, the Lord said, there is a woman here. You are over 40 years old that you will receive your husband tonight. And then... After the service, the woman said, I am 40. I don't know. I don't know whether, you know, you know, there are some 40s that are embarrassing to call. He said, and there is no husband. I said, when you give that prophecy, I know it was me. It was meeting ended at 7 p.m. I said, you will receive your husband tonight, sir. As the Lord said. 
And when it was 9 p.m., there came a man. <laughs> the man said, please, can you marry me? Only for me to hear they are married now. <laughs> when I was coming here, the Lord told me something, and he made me laugh. A woman came to see me, and the Lord said, that's the testimony of somebody here. I didn't even know the Holy Spirit would drag me into it. He said, that's the testimony of somebody here. A woman came to see me, and the woman was... Um, I looked at her and said, the Lord said you are going to get a husband and that it will happen now, 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 now. And your marriage will be now, 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 now. Ah, the woman said, Amen. <laughs> and that this man is somebody you have met before that you knew you in the past, but it will happen now, now, now. Then the lady left. Only for me, the next week, following week, the lady came. And he brought her one card and he gave me. I didn't understand what the card was saying. I said, please, can you spell out what is here. Read the spelling so that I can understand. He said, what is here is invitation card for wedding. I said, are you crazy? Are you? I said, you know the one that came here last week Wednesday? He said, man of God, what are you talking about? He said, you told me that will happen now, 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 now. <laughs> I, come, I said, wait, Pastor Tosi, come and hear this testimony. <laughs> And the lady said, eh, he told me this. I will meet. He said, and as I left, he said, somebody I knew 20 years ago, from 20 years, 20 years of no communication. He said, the person got my contact and called me. He said, something, the Lord said I should call you. Will you marry me? And the guy said, please, I, I'm ready to marry now. Ah. Within one week, they agreed, the families agreed, they printed wedding invitation, and wedding invitation came to my table. In one week. I profess over somebody here. In the name of Jesus, you receive your miracles now. 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 I said right now, right now, right now. Receive your miracles now. Take your seat. Is somebody catching what God is talking about? So, what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? In conclusion, what God is saying is that. Your sufficiency is not of yourself. So what is it that generates sufficiency in my life? That is just what I want to hit as we close. It is called what? Grace. It is called what? Second Corinthians chapter 9. I think all of us will read. And then Pastor Abigail will lead us. Glory be to God. Have you read any scripture today? Which one? Amen. Before I came here. Amen. Okay, we are going to read this one. All of us are going to read. Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse number 8. The Lord said there's somebody here, you are feeling pains in your face area. It's affecting your eyes. <sighs> ah. By the power of the Spirit of God, God is removing that skin that is there. And the Lord is telling me somebody also has a skin problem. He said, I'm attending to it right now. And I see a woman, it is at your pelvic, you are feeling the pains. By the power of the Spirit of the living God, that pain is lifted now. 
All of you, check it. Miracles are happening. If you have any lump in your body, begin to check it. Miracles are happening right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse number 9. So we read together. One, two, go. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. <laughs> that is to say there is no dimension of grace. You see, grace can be in finance. Grace can be in several things. You know, I do tell people, so, there are some little areas of grace that me I carry. You know, and I'm still begging God that the one Pastor I carry, I'm going to carry it today. I join it to my own. <laughs> I know I don't play for flights when I want to travel. And I've flown again and again and again and again and again and again. If if ticket doesn't show, when I get to the airport, ticket will show up. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> I've never paid for flight in my life. If I tried it, God will cancel it. I've tried it a couple of times. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And I'm, if I'm going with so, so many people, the last time I traveled, I think we went with eight people. <laughs> I said, but we are buying all the, all the ticket tomorrow. Amen. Today, somebody moved in all the money. There is something everything will happen. All the hate people. So I don't. It's, it's an area of grace. You know, when something has worked over a thousand or eight hundred, nine hundred, one thousand times, you know, it's grace. It works on consistent basis. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That is exactly what we are talking about. So when God makes all grace, that means in some certain areas of your life, you don't need to struggle. Things will work effortlessly. Do you understand what I'm talking about? The little you do, ladies and gentlemen, the much of God will couple with it. And the right result will be generated. Do you know that, Pastor Shola? This thing you are seeing here is from the university. Pastor Shola doesn't struggle for people to come around him. He has the gift of men. Ah, you don't know. First Samuel chapter number 10. The Bible says Samuel was a not, uh, not a soul. Verse 26. And certain men followed him whose heart has been touched by the Lord. That is the gift of men. They just follow you. No, David. That's why they call the house of David. Eh? Eh? <laughs> First Samuel 22, every man indebted. But you see, you saw the is a president and governor. And I want to know that came. Ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Shola will be producing mighty men of David out of them. Ah. Pastor Shola, I'm hearing there is a grace on your life. And what I'm hearing right now is from zero to hero. God said they will come as zero, but you will make hero of them. They will come with nothing, but everything will be present after you are done with them. They are nobody when they came, but somebody will be made out of them. It's a dimension of grace. Father, I covet this grace. Glory be to God in the highest. For God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you have been what? All sufficiency in all things may abound unto what? Every good work. That is to say when grace is available, ladies and gentlemen, productivity will just... I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I have seen in my life, the, you see, I've entered the realm that I will not struggle again. God is my witness. I, you know, when people come to see me, you know, regularly when people go to meet prophets, prophets charge you a lot. You know that kind of thing. They will tell you that you bring this and my father was even told that there's you pay consultancy fee to see some prophets now. So they come, they go, they say, Ah, that man of God doesn't even tell us to give. I said, No, 
There is a grace I carry that generates whether you give or not, my grace works. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So when God gives you a grace, ladies and gentlemen, He will continue to produce. Effort what? Leslie. You will be generating results. Whether Pastor Shola uses one scripture or not, eh? people will be random. He has the gift of men. That's how it is. He will be working effortlessly. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to tag deep into this right now as we go into prayers. Because when grace is available, what the best of your effort cannot generate you to come. A man was with me um, first week this year and the man prostrated was a lecturer at the university, I mean the polytechnic. He came, I think, in December, beginning of December. And I looked at him. He said, Pastor, I want to marry. There is no house. There is no this. I said, Come, you're not going to rent. Let me give you a house. I lay hands on him. I said, Before the end of this year, you will get a house. You are not renting, you know. God will give you a house. And then the man came first week in, first week in, uh, in uh, January and was sharing a testimony. In fact, when he was saying it, me and two, I was like, oh God, you know, there are some prophecies you want to hide. Tell you about it. Because like, you're like, you're Where will they get the money? One and ten thousand that they are paying lecturers? Polytechnic lecturer? With due respect to please all lecturers here. Are you catching what I'm talking about? And then the guy said, Pastor, I just saw the lecturer prostrating flat. I said, what happened, sir? He said, on the 28th and 29th of December, miracles happened and God gave him a house. <laughs> I said this is the power of what? Of grace. That is what my effort cannot generate. When Jehovah begins to do what? To generate it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to see results your efforts cannot generate? Now listen, I'm not, I want you to believe God with me for one thing. Your faith determines how you receive it. Believe God that it will happen in the what? In the now. <laughs> and you will get it when? I round up with this. One thing grace does is that it satisfies the hand of needs. Don't ever forget that. So if there is any area of need in your life, if the need is perpetual, what you need, please just be humble yourself, just humble yourself and accept with me. What you need is grace in that area. In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, the Bible says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help, even in times of what? Of need. So the end product of grace is the satisfaction of need. If there is need in your life, you need grace. The Bible said they prayed in Acts chapter number 4. Eh? And we had the prayer shook verse 31. And the Bible said the multitude of them that believe verse 32. They were of one heart and one, one soul. That means this, we are talking about multitude now. We are talking multitude here. Now verse 33. The Bible says, And with great power they bore witness to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And great grace was upon them all. What did the grace do? The next line. And the Bible says, There was none of them that lacked. It obliterated every need out of their life straight. The moment grace comes, the first thing it attacks is that lack in your life. What is what you have been suffering from? Ego, and I remember, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible said this is a multitude, and none, multitude, none. I, I, I don't think that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our population has outgrown what the grace of God can handle here. <laughs> if you agree with me that we are still within what the grace can handle, come on, shout amen. Oh. <laughs> so, you know what God is talking about. That is to say, ladies and gentlemen, if there is any lack in your life, the grace will meet it. Yeah. I was ministering less than two weeks ago, thereabout, in Ekoi. Pastor Sam was with me. 
And some people were there, some dignitaries were there. A professor that just became son was there. I said, come, sir. I said, I can see that I see a bag of money. People are hoeing you. Ah, oil company I see. They are hoeing you. I was meeting him for the first time. I didn't know him from Adam. I said, they are hoeing you and they are not paying you. I said, hold my hand. Pastor, what did I tell him? Eh? I said, I said, you will get the miracle now. I said, you will have the money now. I said, the money will be released. And then there was a DG, federal DG there. I said, how are you? I said, I see that an international organization is coming. Ah, some people wrote petition against you. Oh, I see a woman and I see a man. Two petitions they wrote. I said, God said, you will get, you will get this, you will get that now. Uh, that an international organization is coming for you now. And all that. If you see that DG, I like him. He didn't even do as though, he was sitting on billions of naira. He didn't do as though he was a DG. <laughs> After we finish the service, the woman there said, Man of God, you were here last year. You told me that you saw a key of, in my hand, key of house. I, I, I said, Yes, mommy. And if she was a retiree, he said, There's no way we we'll build a house. We don't even have the money. He said, We are retirees. He said, Myself and my husband were looking for killing pastors in Bolatifero. He said, Pastor, this is the end, this is the, at the end of the year has come. He said, and we are here to tell you that God bought for us a brand new duplex, four bedroom in Lekki, as the Lord said. Now, the next day, the professor just called. That was less than two weeks ago. The professor called me about a day or two later. He said, as I got to my place of work, I just saw a lot coming the next day. Ah. He said, they did not even discuss it with me. They have been holding the press, professor, whole company, for long. He said, they just paid straight. A professor said, please, man of God, do you have a car? No, I can't. They paid all the millions. And the DG said, as that same night, they sent an international organization from Geneva, sent something, um, the letter to the DG. Please, we want you to start working with us. And this and this and that. This is your remuneration. You know, ladies and gentlemen, to start handling millions of dollars. As the Lord said to them in the instanta, it was happening. Ladies and gentlemen, it will happen instanta for you here. We are about to pray right now. Everybody rise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Wherever you are, you are going to join me pray. We only have one or two prayer points. Angels of the living God, wherever my blessings are, go and force them out. <laughs> Grace is available now. Wherever my blessings are, my job, my husband, my children, my houses, wherever my blessings are, my international opportunities, force them out. Hallelujah. Why the choir is singing? Everybody pray. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The mighty power of the Spirit force them out. 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 Force them out now. Angels. Power angels. Rekebo Sakatayagaba. Power hearing a song in the spirit. The angel on my left hand side is the one singing the song and I'm hearing it. And that's where, you know, I feel power. When power starts moving, I start feeling it on my left hand. Now hear this. I'm hearing anywhere better they carry me they go. Oh my God. You know that song? As the choir starts singing that song, you are going to begin to declare, what is it that you want God to do? <laughs> Father, carry me there. Oh, my God, carry me there, go. My God, carry me Holy there, Spirit, go. by your leading, take me there. Anywhere better day, carry me there, go. Ah, anywhere better day, carry me my God, carry me This year, in the name of Jesus, my God, carry me Oh my God, carry me Oh my God, carry me 
your legs. <laughs> Say, oh my legs, carry me, they go. <laughs> Listen, whatever will happen, will happen. You must enter the palace this year. Yeah. An evil spirit came on Saul so that David will enter. I don't care who is visited with misfortune. Whatever will happen, let it happen. I decree this year, in the name of Jesus, you step on your high places now. Yeah. I say, oh my leg, carry me to go. Hey, oh my leg, carry me to go. Anywhere better day, carry me to go. Anywhere, anywhere better day, carry me to go. Carry me, carry me, carry me, Oh my leg, carry me to go. For the last time, oh my leg, carry me to go. I instruct you, my leg, carry me now in the name of Jesus. As the Lord has spoken in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord spoke unto me. He said, tell my people. He said, my people are resuming a new phase of their lives. When the conference comes, it will be your own testimony time to share. I said, you are stepping into the new phase of your whole life. A phase you had never entered before, you are stepping in there right now. By the power of the Spirit that created heaven and earth. The one who wrought miracles, I decree and declare from today, in the name of Jesus, enter into new phases of your lives. All the men of God, please join me. We want to pray for the great man of God, Pastor Shola. Every man of God, wherever you are, even if you are watching online, please join us. 
We are praying for uh, the wonderful servant of God right now. And something is about to happen in his life. Ladies and gentlemen, that we amaze the world. What the Lord told me is that he will fill him. I was praying for him yesterday. The Lord said, tell him. He said the might that is coming on him is going to be explosive. And he gave me Ephesians chapter 3 and verse number 14 for you. Ephesians 3.14 says, For the same cause I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the entire family on earth and in heaven is named, that he may grant unto you that you be strengthened with might in your inner man by his spirit. Now, I translate say that you be strengthened with God's explosive power <laughs> in your inner man. And the explosion is that the Lord said, from now, he said, I should tell you, I'm establishing institutions through your hands. He said, in the course of your prayers, I have established that. He said, don't be surprised. Days to come, weeks to come, months to come, years to come. When you will begin to establish and open up institutions. You will be opening it like water. See the Spirit of the living God. Your heart desire to have one in Ogun State as I see. And the Lord said, I have answered you. <laughs> he said, but the first one that will take place will be evil in the hand of Madame. And that one is Lagos based. <laughs> see the Spirit of the living God. The Lord said, I have given, I see, wow, I see a crown on your head, man of God. Oh, my head, carry me to go. Hey. Oh, my If it's a debanso, wherever crown lies, that's where you will get to this year. I see a crown on your head. <laughs> I say, anywhere better day, carry me Oh, my head, oh, my head, carry me to go. That is the power moving on your chest, man of God. And the Lord said, You know what that means? <laughs> he said, I've done it. <laughs> we are going to pray for this man of God, all the men of God and women of God in the house. Please, if you're a man of God and you're a woman of God, please join. Uh, uh, yeah. We are praying for Pasola and Madame, please. No, if should in case there are any other person, please, if you are a man of God, even if you are in another ministry, please join. There is a collective release of grace today that we are releasing on this grace, man of God. Pastor with all humility in our heart, we want to request that you nail down. With all humility, please. We are all going to stretch our hands towards this man of God. And the church, please join us, please. The Father, the kind of grace God has never given any man. You know the meaning of that? The kind of grace that God has never what? You know with God all things are possible. That means there are still dimensions he has never released. Yes, Father, we move past. The Lord told me that this grace you are releasing today will take you for two years. He said after two years, another one will come that will launch into the third year. But these two years, oh, Pastor Shola, I see you drinking a cup and you were drinking the water and the water was not finishing. Hey. You know the meaning of that? God is launching you into the Agbomagbe dimension of the Almighty. Yeah. is connecting you to that pipe. <laughs> Let's begin to pray for the man of God, everybody.
Father. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Father, only you can pray for this man of God. I pray for him today by the mercies of the Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit of God, let your anointing rest on him. That is the dimension Pastor Shola had never witnessed. Father, let it rest on him. Lord, the grace that he has never walked in, let him begin to walk in it. Holy Spirit of God, you said that you showed me that cup and he was drinking and the liquid did not finish. Sweet Holy Spirit of God, the everlasting supplies, man of God, let me hold your hands. Leo Paragada, the everlasting supplies of the Most High God, I place it on your hands right now. That from today, Nuruko Jesu resources will never run dry in these hands. The two hands. Ah, the four hands. <laughs> resources will never run dry in these hands. And from now on, I decree instant miracles to begin to follow these hands. Mighty wonders in the power of the Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please, before uh, I leave the stage, God bless you. Pastor is just going to give us a word of prayer and then we are going to pray one more prayer as the Lord told me. Please pray for all of us to receive grace. Pastors, we can still wait. Hallelujah. Everybody lift up your hands wherever you are. Okay, some of you are kneeling like, okay, just lift up your hands. Even if you don't understand what I'm saying, just say very loud, amen. I'm praying some prophetic prayer from the scriptures that some might not be familiar with. I say to everybody under the sound of my voice, from today, you are like cedar planted by the seaside. You are like aloes planted by the Lord. Your seed is in many waters. And you pour your water from buckets. These were the things that Balaam saw that it could not cost the people. I speak over you the prayers of Joseph. You are from today a fruitful bow by the well whose branches leap over the wall. That talks of overflow. No matter the arrow shot, it will never affect you. You have the blessings of heaven above. The blessings of the earth beneath. The blessing of the breast and of the womb. The blessing of your life have exceeded out of your progenitors. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are like a well water garden. I also pray over this assembly the prayer of Judah. It is you that brethren will rejoice with. And men will bow before you. Your hand is on the neck of your enemies. He said like a mighty lion you arose. Oh way, oh way arouse you. The scepter shall not depart from you. Nor Lord give up between your feet. Unto you shall be the obedience of the people. You wash your garment in wine. Your eyes are red with wine. Your teeth white with milk. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
from today, you arise and shine. Your light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ, Gentiles will come to your light. Kings will come to the brightness of your rising. That grace rests on you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. These are your days of heaven on earth. Oh, thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. You can go back to your seat. Now, everybody, the Lord said, I should tell you that don't make a mistake about it. He said you will see it happening in a way it never used to happen. There are so many miracles that happen that one cannot be announcing. Do you understand? So that at least we could finish. But the Lord said I should tell you that you will just know that it used to be hard, but now it's happening easily. Okay. And I heard the word. I heard the word. It's, it's not favor. What I had is raw favor. Favor in its crude form, in its unrefined form, unpackaged form. The rawness of favor. God said that will begin to follow you all the days of your life. As you are stepping out of this auditorium, many of you will begin to enjoy unlimited favor. Now you are going to hold hands with somebody. You face the person, hold the person very well. Pastor Sinkam. You are going to hold the person very well. You hold the person very, very strongly. And you are going to pray. The Bible says one shall chase one thousand, two shall chase what? And what you are praying for is Father, this person I'm holding and myself give us unique miracles. Now, a miracle is what had never happened before. Something you desire, so uncommon, so unprecedented in your life. Lord, give us unique miracles. Everybody begin to pray. Everybody begin to pray. Everybody begin to pray. Lord, give us unique miracles. By the power of God in Jesus' name, we receive the unique miracles. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now, if you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now, you can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.